We don't know the privilege of talking about Jesus, of proclaiming the gift of the Christian faith of Jesus Christ until we remember and fully believe what Jesus has done for us, what Jesus has brought us out of. We'll never know what privilege it is until we recognize, my brothers and sisters, that Jesus flat out brought us out of the pit of sin. He brought me out of the pit of sin. Sometimes it's interesting. I can have conversations and we could talk about our Christian faith and people are like, man, I grew up in church. Man, I was, I was born in church. I've been a Christian my whole life. That's a lie. You were born in sin. You weren't born in church. You didn't grow up, uh-uh. You were born in sin. We were all born in sin, my brothers and sisters. Every single human person was born in sin. No one was born in church. We were all born in sin. But the reality of Jesus Christ actually did something for us. Where we can forget what can happen in the reality of my brothers and sisters. Like, when we recognize what Jesus has done for us in a unique and personal way. Because yes, I can share with you the gospel of what Jesus did. And yet, if we don't begin to actually believe that it happened personally to us. That his mercy and his forgiveness of us bringing us out of sin did not happen uniquely and personally for us. If we haven't experienced that truth, then we're never going to talk about Jesus. We're never going to talk about him. I remember my own experience of the Lord Jesus. Some of you know my story and the reality of experiencing the mercy and the love of God where I was far from the Lord, wanted nothing to do with him. And when I remember when I entered back into confession after like, I don't know, 10 years, super scared, not even knowing how to do it. And I remember how heavy I was when I walked in. I remember how broken, how scared, how much anxiety I had when I walked in, how much I felt alone. And then I remember... Then I remember the moment when I had the encounter of Jesus through the priest when he said, I absolve you. I absolve you from your sins. Of all these things that you have done, of this life of sin, this life that you have given over yourself to and have rejected God, all these sins that you have done, Jesus forgives you. And in that moment... I can never, ever forget. I can never forget, my brothers and sisters, what it was like to hear those words and to experience physically that I was free, that I was lighter, that I was loved, even in my messiness. I mean, one of the great fears I had was if I'm honest to the Lord and I reveal to him my messiness, he's going to reject me. He's not going to love me. He's going to push me away. And to begin to experience and recognize that he loved me even there. That in my messiness, my brokenness, that he offered me forgiveness, that he offered me mercy, that he offered me love. I walked out of that confessional and I was like, I want to tell the whole world about Jesus. I want every single human person to know that experience that I just had. I want everyone to know this. 
I can't keep this inside. I need everyone to know this mercy. But my brothers and sisters, if we don't remember, if we have not believed fully in the forgiveness and mercy of God uniquely in our lives, then we won't talk about Jesus to people. It's interesting. I'm not a Christian just for myself. I'm a Christian for others. Because Jesus doesn't want just me to be saved, but he wants every human person to be saved. And he actually wants me to participate. I spoke in the beginning that it's a privilege We're called to share the gospel, but at the same time, it's actually a privilege, a gift that we get to actually share and talk about Jesus to the world. It's an amazing gift that we have, the one that we bear Jesus inside of our bodies to let him out and proclaim his mercy and forgiveness. But if we don't believe with all of our heart, that is one of the biggest blocks, my brothers and sisters, one of the greatest blocks to sharing your faith is not fear of what people will think. It's not believing that you're truly forgiven by God. It's not truly believing that you have been forgiven. Because if you don't believe, you won't share. You won't talk about someone or something you don't believe in. It won't be personal. You'll keep it inside. It is one of the main blocks, my brothers and sisters, to sharing the faith. The readings, every single reading that we've had at Mass today, are all about sharing and proclaiming mercy. Everything. Comfort, comfort my people. Comfort them that their sins have been expiated. That I have given them double portion for their sins. Go up on a mountaintop and proclaim it to all of Jerusalem. Proclaim it to all the nations that our God is merciful, that our God is good. Do not hold it in. Go prepare the way of the Lord. Go out and speak and prepare hearts because Jesus is coming. And he wants to enter into their hearts. He wants them to know that he, they're loved right where they're at. That he wants to forgive them. That he wants to be able to change their lives. But yet, my brothers and sisters, if we don't believe that we've been changed, if we don't believe that he's truly forgiven us, even right now, maybe some of you have not been to confession in a long time, and yet he loves you right there. Right now, he still loves you. Right now, in your messiness, in your brokenness. Maybe you came here with arguments. Maybe you came here yelling at people. Maybe you came here and you lied. Maybe you came here in this heaviness and hardness of heart. And right there in that messiness, right there in the difficulty, the Lord Jesus loves you. And he wants to be able to speak into that and to forgive that and set you free. Some people will say, well, you have such a radical conversion You have a story to tell people. Everyone has a story to tell people because we were all born in sin. Every single person. You all have a unique way in which Jesus has touched your lives. A way in which Jesus changed you. And if you don't feel you have those experiences, then I invite you to go to confession. I invite you a concrete way to ask the Lord to experience that, to go to confession and in the moment to begin to experience and recognize that we are dead by sin. 
Sin destroys our lives, and Jesus, in his mercy and forgiveness, sets us free and brings us new life. I'm talking, that is good news. That's why we call it good news. If it's good news, why don't we talk about it? If it's good news, why don't we proclaim it? Because we might not believe it. And we're not going to speak of that which we don't believe. My brothers and sisters, it is not just something we should do to preach and to talk about Jesus, but it's literally who we are. Everyone, everyone has a privilege as a Christian to speak about Jesus, to share the faith, to proclaim the mercy, the love of God to every single human person but what can stop us is a struggle to believe that we've been forgiven. If you struggle to share your faith, I encourage you to look, to look in that area right there. Do you fully believe that you've been forgiven by God? Do you fully believe that the sins that you have committed in the midst of confession, in the midst of the blood of the Lamb, that you have been washed, that you are a new creation, that your old life is gone, do you believe that he looks at you right where you're at and he says, I love you just as you are. I didn't make a mistake with you. You are important to me. You are precious to me. I want to live with you forever. That no matter whatever has happened doesn't change the fact that I love you. Do you believe that? Because if you did, you would never ever keep it inside. That's the reality, my brothers and sisters. That's what the gospel, that's what the first reading, that's what the readings are all about. When we recognize the fact of the mercy of God and what he's done, Jesus has done things. And these things have changed our lives, has changed everyone's life. There is no person in this world that is not in need of the forgiveness and mercy of God. And if we don't believe in what he's done personally for us, then we won't talk about Jesus to anyone. No one. And yet God himself is asking, please go prepare a way. Please will you go speak of my name. Please will you live on a mountaintop and let your light shine. Will you please let people know what I've done for you. Will you please let them know that I love them right there. That I want to be a part of their lives. Please. It is not just my vocation, my brothers and sisters, to be a priest, to be up here and to begin to speak about Jesus. We don't need to have a pulpit. We don't need to have a high box and scream out in the nations, but I can just completely talk about Jesus to the person next to me, to share my faith, to share my heart, to speak about Jesus, whether, whether people need it or not, whether they realize it or not. I just want to share why, because I want to tell you what he did for me. This is the reality, my brothers and sisters, of sharing our faith. It's sharing the unique good news that Jesus has done for you. Not what he's done for me, what he's done for you. Because it's your story. Jesus uniquely has done something in your lives and continues to want to do something in your lives that you can then proclaim to the world in your own unique and personal way what Jesus has done. Because he wants you. He gives you the privilege to speak his name to the world. He gives you the privilege of being able to allow people to come to know who Jesus is, to experience God's forgiveness, his love, and his change through you. It's a privilege that we have to share 
and proclaim and speak about Jesus to the whole world. And the greatest block, the greatest block to this is a lack of belief that God, that Jesus Christ has truly forgiven us at the core of who we are for all of our sins. And if you struggle to believe, if you struggle to preach, if you're afraid of opening your mouth about Jesus, I encourage you, go to confession and have the experience, personal experience, of what it's like to be forgiven by Jesus again. Experience that in that moment, that moment changes things. That when you hear those words, I absolve you, Jesus says you are forgiven for now and forever. That all these things that you have done are gone. That you are changed. That you are a new creation. That you are loved. That I accept you. That you are important to me in that moment. Jesus saves you. And when we believe with all our hearts that we've been saved, that Jesus has pulled us out of the miry clay, that he's pulled us from the pit of sin, that we have been washed in the blood of the lamb, and that we are new creations, that our past, our past actions and sins do not make us who we are, but the blood of Jesus makes us who we are, that we are sons and daughters beloved by God the Father. And in that reality, when we live that, we will not be able to keep our mouth shut about the goodness and love of God our Father in the name of Jesus Christ. That's the gospel. That's the good news. It's a joy of the gospel. It's good news, my brothers and sisters. But it's not good news if I have not personally experienced that good news. If I don't personally believe it. And I just want you to believe it with all your hearts. This is why I'm up here. This is why I can't keep my mouth shut about Jesus. Because I hope that in the midst of me speaking the truth and the gift and the love of Jesus Christ, that you may begin to experience and to realize that truth of who you are and who you carry. You carry Jesus who loves you uniquely and personally inside of you. And he wants you to open your mouth and to prepare the way for him come into other people's hearts. And if that is hard for you, I invite you, come to confession. Experience Christ who's merciful. Experience the God who loves you right in your sin, who loves you right in your messiness, who will never reject you, who will never abandon you, who is proud of you just as you are. No matter how far you've been from the Lord, no matter what you've done, he still wants you in that moment to recognize that you are loved and that he has forgiven you. And when you come to confession, when you experience that forgiveness and that mercy, and you experience a lightness and a freedom that maybe you've longed for your entire life, you will understand, my brothers and sisters, that you're not going to be able to keep your mouth shut. And you're going to want for your whole life to open your mouth and proclaim that gift because Jesus Christ has changed your life. You were once dead, and you are now alive. And that life cannot help but to be proclaimed on rooftops, in families, in homes, in streets, in marketplaces, in every single place that you walk. Because Jesus has done something. And what he has done 
is worth speaking about. Amen.